Own Your Life Tribe, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Real and Unscripted Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Own Your Life LLC, the no BS podcast that brings you hard-hitting results-driven conversations on trending leadership and business topics. Here we are, Own Your Life Tribe. We're back with another episode of Real and Unscripted. So Kim and I are sitting here saying, well, what should we talk about? Like we so often do. (laughs) And we generally don't hit them at this hour either. We're usually pre-recorded much further along. and, and, And I apologize if the recording is a little weird today because... Kim is actually in Madison, and I am actually in my house, so neither one of us are in a studio setting at all with the microphone and everything else that we do to try to make this quality better. Um, but hey, we're gonna we're gonna do it. And so we were talking. There was an there was an article that both of us read this morning, and I'm not gonna get into the article, and I'm not gonna mention names, but. You know, we've been talking a lot about entrepreneurship and we had Molly on last week, which thank you everybody that, that listened to that podcast and partook in in purchasing and everything. She, she's doing really awesome and that was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> this this article really annoyed me because it's like what they're doing for a city is like 10 years behind. Like when COVID hit, this should have been a pivot and there should have been something immediately done and executed to help businesses. So why, how many businesses, I'm not even going to ask why, how many businesses out there, how many people out there are frustrated because Businesses, the, the business you have to work for or the business that you have, they they want to collect so much freaking data that they're so busy collecting data, they're not even moving. And then by the time they got all the information and the data they want, it's already done. It's it's that that moment in time is past. Now, data has its time and its place, no mm-hmm. doubt. But I think we need to move, and I know Kim and I, I mean, shit, we're like the data king and queen. I mean, like, we're in it all the time, but we also operate on ready, fire, aim. We don't, we're not ready, aim, fire. Mm -hmm. But what I mean by ready, fire, aim is we, we talk about it, we get ready, and we go. And then aim, which is the how. You know what? We can we can control the trajectory of the bullet as we go, and we'll hit that target. And we'll we'll hit the bullseye or slightly right, slightly left, slightly up, slightly down. Doesn't matter. But we're going to get it on target. But we don't need to know how to get it on target. We don't need to aim to fire. We just need to go because that's how fast the world is running right now. 
And if we don't run that fast, we lose. And I think there's a lot of businesses that lost their business last year and might this year yet, just for that very reason. They're looking for the hows instead of just taking the inspiration and going, the how will come. So many times I think the how comes when you're busy working and in it, it's easier for the how to come than to stand on the outside and figure out how are we going to do this? You know what I'm saying, Kim, what do you, what do you think? Well, I think that, I think that the intent is always good, right? I think that, you know, seeing that, that people are putting out, you know, survey monkey has become the way of communication recently. Um, and if you haven't had a survey monkey, well then you must never be on the internet because they're everywhere floating about. Um, they do them internal, external, they do them for research. They do it for promotions. Um, they do it for drip campaigns. They do it for all kinds of things. So, you know, we get caught up in this um, survey area. And the one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm most concerned about is that the people that are putting these surveys together are, they are really trying to understand the root of the problem, right? They're really trying to make a connection with people on a massive scale. And so they put these together with broad questions and they paint everything with this broad, huge roller brush that never actually talks about what's going on. Um, they never ask the hard question, right? And we need to be asked the hard question. We, I never take a survey because it's bullshit. I don't, I wanna know what the hell you want. What are you asking me? And so we put surveys together from anywhere from what's your favorite color and why, and how can we implement this into our workspace because we're speaking to blank, blanketed statement as a business, right? Or as far as even being in the military, um, there are surveys that they're softly putting out that have to do with understanding um, your emotional and spiritual wellness. Okay, so now we're, you know, back to the analyzation of painting everything with this broad brush and thinking that people are going to come to these surveys and answer them honestly. And it's bullshit because they're not, because sometimes you're required to take a survey, right? You're required to, because they can track the, um, the number, the code that's a part of that survey in particular. And so they know how many people are taking it. They know how many people are in the organization. So a lot of people just blast right through them without giving two shits about exactly what they're asking because they don't feel it pertains to them. Now I'm saying that because I have been that person. And they're really not anonymous. They're not anonymous. They say they are, but there is really truly a way to find out who did what. I mean, if they really wanted to, yes, they could dig in and find out at what computer and what person is taking this survey at this time, yes. But it's so impersonal that even though you take it, let's say you take one and you pour your heart out and we're kind of, we're staying in this channel of survey taking for a reason. Let's say you pour your heart, heart out and you're like, yeah, at the end of most surveys, it says, can we reach out to you for further information or clarity on your statement, right? Um, 99% of the time people will say no because they don't want to be attached to any one thing because maybe they did say some things in there that maybe their superiors won't like. But then there's a few like me that give two shits about really what you think because you're going to come and ask me, I'm going to tell you. 
I have never one time ever on any survey monkey ever in the world has anybody ever called me and said, hey, can you please elaborate and show us what you mean by what you said in your survey? Um, so for me, surveys, and I think this is what Fritz was hitting on and why we were so frustrated by this this morning is that it's bullshit. It's a bullshit blanketed thing that people send out to cover their asses. Right. So if something happens, well, we sent out a survey and we didn't know. So now we can pretend we don't know. It's called busy work and it's bullshit. You are not truly getting to the root of any one problem. You're not having a conversation and you're shutting down creativity all in one area because inevitably we all speak a different language. Right. And so I may read the survey in one way and Joe's going to read the survey in another way and Fritz is going to read the survey in another way. How do you possibly come up with an algorithm of any kind to understand what the hell people are wanting when it's a fucking survey? Nobody well, knows. I, I think they come up with algorithms, and I think that the psychometrics to some extent work, but I don't think they work for the right reasons. No. I, I mean, so <laughs> if you're a company, let's say you're a company of 500, company of 200, and you put out a survey because you want to find out where your people are at. Why don't you know? Why do you have to put out a survey to find out where your people are? You should be able to go to your leadership team and find out where those internal teams are. What's going on with Tom and Sally and, and Mary and Joe? And you should be able to know. Just go to their leadership team. And, and you should know if you don't, well, then maybe that's the breakdown. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe the leadership team isn't equipped. Maybe their equipment bag is not big enough. Maybe they haven't been provided the tools because we're too busy dominating. Yeah. Instead of. You know, I heard a very interesting thing in training today. Are you calling out your people or calling them up? That's good. I like that. So if your leadership team doesn't have a clue what that means, hmm, hmm, that might be a problem. You know, so, I, and, and I'm not sitting here saying I'm the expert or anything because I go through this stuff and I, I have... I have a ton of holy shit moments, right? Like I wish I, all of today's training, I wish I would have had 20 years ago because man, where, where my career could have went, the people I could have impacted on a higher level, uh, the format, it would have changed everything. And I, and I probably could have had more influence in companies that I did. Um, but the point is, is that we're always growing and we're always learning, but if, if you're the person that's standing in the way of that growth, then you got to put out surveys to find out what's going on. You got to put out surveys to find out what's going on in your community. If that is your way of starting a conversation to try and figure something out, no, you know what? If they can't come to your office door, walk through and tell you the truth, well, maybe that should be the problem that you solve first. Right. Why don't they want to come to your door and tell you the truth? What kind of leadership and influence have you had out in the marketplace 
What kind of value do you show that people are uncomfortable coming to you? So sometimes I think surveys is a chicken shit way of trying to find out what is going on because you failed as a leader. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'll get off that soapbox. No, it's good. It's, it's a good soapbox to be on because, you know, a lot of it's, it's kind of like equating how people go out and search, they search the internet for information, right? We want to be fed something, want to be fed something instead of deliberately going out and creating something that builds people up. When, when I was running a nonprofit for veterans, I used to say all of the time, when they would come and say, I don't deserve this. I don't need a handout. I don't need help. I don't want sympathy. You know what? I was a homeless veteran once too. Like I, I get that. I know what they're saying and it's, it's said in shame. Right. And I always used to say that this isn't a handout. It's a hand up. We are helping you up to that next level. Right. We are helping you to that next level. And we want to continue to help you to that next level. Every single one of us is an entrepreneur. And I've said that before, you don't have to be making millions of dollars to be an entrepreneur. You are, you are selling yourself every time you walk out the door, every time you're on the phone, you know, you gotta take back your power. And I mean that in the most loving way. And I don't mean it as like a, a dominating factor. I mean that you need to take back your power, love yourself more speak highly of yourself and understand how much light you bring into the world. And I think that we shrink to fit in other people's spaces, especially in the corporate world, in business world. And this is where the disconnection comes from, right? So you have Susie Q that's sitting at the front desk as an administrative person. Let's be real. If you don't have a good administrative person, um, which 90% of the people in business do because we vet them pretty hard because that is the first person that people deal with when they come in the office, right? If you don't know who Suzy Q is, you would be fucking problem. Okay, stop, stop treating your administrative assistants as if they are nothing because you throw the title administrative assistant behind them. Stop sending out surveys to find out how your people are doing and I really want to use air quotes, but you can't see me. <laughs> but, you know, I don't mind the box that you're on right now, Fritz, because it's an important box to be standing on because we are experts in the industry. You said earlier that I'm not the expert. Yes, we are. We are the experts because we do the research. We go and find out. We find the data. We put it to work. And we work with other people to help our tool bag get bigger, right? We want the tools in our pack or whatever that metaphor might be to be everything. We want to be the fucking Mary Poppins of business consulting. Let me check my bag and I'll pull out something for you that is going to drastically change and radically alter the way that you do business so that you can be the best out there. You have the most beautiful culture. Everybody wants to work for, for you. You never have to go out and try to find somebody else. You have to put a fucking survey out because you're trying to find the perfect person. You'll have them lined up at the door because they already know what your culture are and they know how you treat people. And that's why your business is going to grow in ways that you never, ever expected. Well, and, and you're, you're so right on that. So, you know, when you're talking about those leaders, you know, I think, I think leaders have to, and well, there's a lot of leaders out there, but I think a lot of leaders fail. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and, and the reason I say that is because I think there's a lot of leaders out there that have to be followed. People don't want to follow them. They have to follow them. Mm -hmm. So yep. wouldn't you want to be a leader worth following? I mean, that's why I work my tail off on improving myself and being better and better and better and better, whether it's life, whether it's business, whether it's being a better father, a better husband. I mean, I'm constantly working, constantly self-aware so that I can be a better leader because shit, let's face it. You know, both of us are leaders within our organization that we're building right now. Both of us are leaders. You're leader right now in the guard, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a leader as a father. I'm a leader as a husband. Why wouldn't I want to be the best that I could be? Why? I don't want people to have to follow me. I don't want, you know, just, you, you, you got to be somebody that, that people want to follow. And you got to understand that it's not an ego trip. Mm -hmm. to, to be a good quality leader takes a lot of freaking work. And I think that's why we have a bunch of subpar leaders out there. It's because they just don't want to put on the more work. Oh, I've got 25,000 followers on Instagram. I'm, I'm leadership enough. Oh, I've got 50,000 followers on my YouTube channel. I'm leadership enough. You know what? All those freaking influence out, influences out there and those, and those leaders out there and those thought leaders, I challenge you to keep going. I challenge you to get into the billions of followers. I mean, really put out some serious value and really do some serious work on yourself and, mm -hmm. and you know, promote your promote what you're doing and do it right alongside the people. Don't don't stand on stage or or on your platform as some pissant freaking expert when when you're just there because you're trying to grow your freaking following. Put put the intention you know what? This whole this whole coaching that we were that we're learning right now, the whole Sherpa style, right? Like that should be the style everywhere. Because Sherpas they they go ahead and lay the groundwork. They're putting up they're putting up the ropes. They're putting across the bridges. They don't have ropes when they're climbing the mountain to put the bridges on for the people that they're going to go back down to base camp to walk up so they can walk up and hold on to the ropes and walk across the bridges. That's the type of leaders that we should be. We should be going ahead of our people, creating all of the things that we need to create so that we can create more leaders that do the same thing. That's the multiplication that we should be doing. But man, some of these some that's the whole reason why I wanted to get into business consulting and coaching is because of all the shitty experiences I've had at so many jobs for mm -hmm. lack of leadership, lack of quality leadership. I followed those people because I had to, and I hated it every single day. Yep. Yep. So what kind of leader are you listening to this as our listening audience? What kind of leader are you? And be honest with yourself. Take some inventory. Would you follow you? Would you hire you tomorrow for the work you've done today? Stop cutting edges. Stop, 
stop discounting yourself. Stop thinking that there is no more growth potential. And if you're a badass out there and you're like, I don't believe that for a second, I'm going to the next level. Awesome. We, we love you and we love your grit and tenacity and knowing that you're here and you're listening to us, you know, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for being a part of our tribe and helping us grow this culture. You know, we, we are in this because we love you. We love people. We see greatness in them and our frustration, which might sound like it might not even sound like care to some who have never heard us before, but the frustration and the passion in our voices is because we've seen so many people throw their lives away. We've seen so many people shrink to think that they need to fit in somewhere else. We've seen so many people, you know, on the edge of thinking they need to take their own lives because they're just not worthy. When you're here for a purpose, you're here for a greater cause. And those are the people that we're looking for. Those are the people in our tribe. Those are the people that we research for. That's why we do this for 15, 18 hours a day, um, which you don't all see. And that's fine. And we don't say that to impress you. We say it so that you understand that we didn't just wake up today and decide that we were going to do something awesome. The more that we dig into this and the more that you understand individually what your leadership styles are, what your voice calling is, what your passion is, what your purpose is, what your why is, like your life shifts. It completely shifts. It radically shifts as a matter of fact. And it nearly pushes you over. And you know it the moment it happens, you know it because you get into this flow state you get the goosebumps, you get happy. Sometimes you, it comes out as, as crying, as tears, as emotion. And sometimes it can push you to run that extra mile. It can push you to be extra kind, to pay it forward. Think of all the gratitude that you walk in when you know that you know that you're in the right spot and you're doing the right things for the right reasons. It feels so good you don't think about your past. You don't look in the rear view mirror. It's all forward. It's a hundred miles an hour. It's so much more fun to be that way. So to bring it full circle, do the surveys. If they come out, do them. And I challenge you to do them well, because somebody is looking on the other side. And if they don't call you back, call them. You know where it came from. You know the origination. And if you have the tools are the answers, you know, don't show up complaining and not have like an answer for the problem. You can show up and say, I think this is jacked up and this is how I want to help you fix it. At least it starts the conversation. That's half of the battle, right? Is the communication piece, right? That's what if something was, what if something was wrong in on your life? And I had a solution, but I just, you know, I was like, nah, he doesn't care. Where do you think our company would be right now? <laughs> wouldn't be where it's at. It wouldn't exist. <laughs> you know, I mean. It wouldn't even. I, I, would, I would hope that anybody would come forward. And you know what? If people wouldn't come forward, Kim, to tell us what was wrong with our company or didn't feel comfortable, you know, some of the partnerships that we have, they didn't feel comfortable coming forward. 
Well, then, you know, you and I would have to sit and look in front of the mirror and go, why? You know, what what are we doing? What is our body language? What is our tone? What are we saying? Right. How are we becoming unapproachable? Because that's definitely not what I want to portray. I know for sure that's not what you want to portray. And it's all about growth, 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 growth. I mean, we never stop. So, you know, I would hope, I would hope anybody would come forward and respectfully say, Hey, you know what guys, I don't think that's the right move. And, and you know what, we've had partnerships that have done that. Mm -hmm. They've said, you know, they've called us out. They've challenged us. They've, they've asked us the hard questions forcing us to think even harder than we thought we were thinking mm -hmm. there's so much man another podcast <laughs> <laughs> the next one, right oh my goodness yeah yeah and um you know i know that you had mentioned it before in the last one fritz is that you know as we move forward with our podcast this year we're going to be interviewing a lot of veterans and not just veterans, but veterans in particular that are business owners, that are entrepreneurs, that have gone out and put their craft to work. Um, really excited to do that with a huge goal, a huge monumental goal. I don't know how long it will take, but it's going to be fun doing it. Um, we're going to be interviewing every single veteran-owned business in the state of Wisconsin. Yep. So if you're on this podcast listening and I have not reached out to you yet, please do not hesitate. To reach to out email, to us. <laughs> email us, coaching at ownyourlifellc.com. Reach out to us because um, we would love to have you on the podcast. Um, we go for an hour and it's just a conversation and we'd love to hear about your success and your challenges, your failures, because what are failures? Like they're opportunities to learn, right? Do it better next Absolutely. time. Absolutely. And um, so we want to hear from you. Yeah, so I think we'll close this one out. Sounds good. As usual, we love you guys. And uh, we will see you in our next episode. Thanks, guys. Own Your Life Tribe, thank you for tuning in this week for another episode of the Real and Unscripted Podcast, brought to you by Own Your Life, LLC. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please make sure to visit our website, ownyourlifellc.com, where you can subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and never miss an episode.